Welcome to the Self-Care Superstar Podcast. I'm actually, oh my gosh, it's like 2, almost 2.30 in the morning and it's, we're still in quarantine or the um, self-quarantine or whatever we're calling that, where we're staying home from everything for the most part, except for shopping when we need to get a few groceries. Um, But yeah, so I feel like a toddler where I'm like, I never want to go to bed because there's no repercussions if I don't. Does that make sense? Anyway, um... Real quick, I wanted to talk a little bit about meditation and why I think that is really helpful for us when we are learning how to suffer, learning how to go through suffering, learning how to kind of become free from suffering. And the the main way that I learned about this is in my job, in my profession, I actually have to it's almost like dance when I do the work that I do. I have to actually do this dance for an hour to 90 minutes at a time, sometimes even longer. And so I had to kind of tap into this flow of movement, whether I really wanted to or not, because it's my job. And um, so that to me really helped me to understand not so much meditation, but being meditative. And another thing that helped me in this journey was the fact that I was actually also listening to um, audiobooks, which is was a lifesaver for me. And so I was kind of listening, halfway listening to this, to the audiobooks, and 100% doing the work with my body where I was, you know, kind of working, doing spot treatments and stuff like that. And somehow that combination really helped me to tap into a super sweet zone of flow, And I'm not really sure if it was the voice in my head, which was not my voice, by the way, which I think is really important. I need to get back to that. But also the fact that I was moving this really fluid movement state. I was moving fluidly. And so that in itself was really hypnotic. But I think getting back to this, and this is kind of an epiphany I'm having right now, was the fact that I was listening to a voice other than the voice in my head when I was working really helped me to disconnect from the emotional kind of distraughtness that I was going through at the time. And so I feel like that combination was really, really helpful. And actually being in the profession I'm in helped me to be able to understand stillness better and mindfulness better and quiet and calm and all of that stuff better than I would have been able to understand it if I had a different kind of a job. I may never have been able to tap into that and that's why that's one of the reasons why what I do can be so helpful for people because I help them to tap into that. You know, it's I think it's interesting because if you're on the table and you're, you know, getting a facial or whatever, you don't necessarily get to disconnect as easily as if you're, you know, because you're kind of because people don't have headphones on on the table. They're just kind of on the table getting a service done and maybe in their head a little bit, but also maybe more in their body because what I'm doing when I'm doing a facial is I'm actually connecting people to the parts of their body. Like, you know, if I'm working on their hands, doing a hand massage, then they're a little bit more connected to their hands and a little less connected to their head and to the thoughts in their head. And so I think that is one way that what I can help people accomplish, you know, by detaching from maybe their thoughts that I can help them to tap into a little bit more of a meditative state. Now, I feel like the work that I do is actually uh, kind of an intermediary thing where it's not exactly meditation or hypnosis or whatever, but it's pretty darn close. And what happens when I work with people 
is that I can get them into that place a little bit better. So it's almost like, what would we call that? Like a, almost like a bridge to a place where they can actually accomplish being meditative or meditating on their own. And it's interesting because I went to a, a spa, it was kind of like a spa conference with a friend of mine and they came to this part in this talk that they were doing, that this man was doing where we were all to sit and meditate. And I really was able to do that like really easily, like freakishly easily. I was just able to kind of slip into that. And I had not really practiced meditation specifically before, but it was really easy for me to tap into that. And the friend I was with, she was like, wow, you're really into that, aren't you? And I was kind of like, no, it just is really easy that, you know, for me to just to sit here with, you know, whatever, whatever he's saying or just sitting, you know, in the moment or whatever. And I thought that's really cool because I think the reason that was so easy for me is because of the work that I do. And so, like I said, the work that I do can be a bridge to help other people get to a place where they detach a little bit from the voice in their head or from what they're feeling in the moment. And they move to another place of being a little bit more mindful, a little bit more meditative and a little bit more calm and peaceful, which I think is really important. Um, but that's kind of how I stumbled upon meditation. So I'm not a super regular meditator right now. And I want to get a little bit better at that because I do believe that that has a lot to do with being successful in your business and in your life. And honestly, in my opinion, meditation to me is a lot like sitting in prayer. It's like a lot like just connecting and sitting maybe in the presence of God or whatever you want to call it. But that for me is kind of what that is. It feels like a heart prayer that I don't have to to speak. Now, technically or typically when you're in meditation, you're you're releasing the thoughts that come to you. So you're recognizing, oh, that's a thought or that's a judgment and you release it. And so you consciously do that. And I think that's really cool. But I think sometimes another good way to do meditation is to actually hold on to a specific kind of a mantra or a specific sensation or feeling or vision or dream or whatever, and just really maintain and sit with that. And I think that's another really good way to do it depending on what your goals are. So if you have a goal that is to more like remove yourself from emotion, then yes, you do want to detach from those thoughts and kind of set them free. But if you want to sit with something like gratitude and feel more grateful and things like that, then holding the idea of gratitude or the feeling of gratitude is actually a really good way to enhance your practice, your meditation practice or your prayer practice or whatever. And so I feel really fortunate that I've been able to be in the business I've chosen and either I chose the business or it chose me. I'm not really sure. And at first I wasn't sure that, you know, that was a great idea for me, but I feel like it's worked out really well. Um, but meditation as a means to sit with suffering and sit through suffering can be really helpful and can be really important because what happens when you are suffering is as a meditator, you actually take the stance of being an observer of the suffering, you know? So it's easier to sit with when you actually explore the suffering and the colors of suffering and the sensations of suffering and the grief and all that stuff. When you actually observe it apart from your emotions a little bit, it helps you to bear the load a lot better. It helps you to carry it and even release it at some point. And so I think that's really, really important and really helpful and sometimes really, really difficult. And if you're suffering right now, if you're feeling, you know, terrified or lonely or isolated or, or anything, you know, you could, you could 
maybe learn to sit with it, maybe even speak to it or like make friends with it on some level. Um, there is something to consider though when you are suffering and that is that sometimes if you try to sit with suffering, it can be really difficult. And so if you feel like it gives you more anxiety than kind of calm, then you might need to, to call a friend and you might need to talk with a friend or, you know, you know, contact someone who can help you with what you're feeling in the moment if it feels like it's too much. And that's really important that if it feels like it's too much for you to breathe through and to sit with and to try to just observe, then you definitely don't want to go there. You want to reach out to someone who can help you get past this this part. Now, I've been there too where I can't carry this. I can't carry this by myself and I have to find someone who can help me carry it. And that's okay too. That's just a part of where we're at, you know, kind of when we're in the middle of suffering. And so if that is the case, you know, kind of really be mindful and pay attention and reach out to someone who can sit with you for a little bit or can talk on the phone with you for a little bit or whatever, someone who can help you bear the burden. And the cool thing about when people help you bear burdens is that a lot of the time you'll be able to return the favor and you'll be able to help them with their trouble too. And so I think that's a really good, you know, a good kind of a partnership to have with someone if you can do that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to explain a little bit about how meditation can really help you manage stress and pain and suffering and just all sorts of things. Um, I think that the outcome, that believing there's a good outcome requires some sort of faith that things will work out the way they're supposed to. And, you know, that's a whole nother thing, but um, that is also something to consider that, you know, we do sometimes have to have faith that things are going to be better or that things can be better, or that we can make things better. And so, you know, that's a whole nother aspect of, you know, believing that things will work out, or that, you know, that you will survive what you're going through right now. So I hope everyone is surviving. Um, YouTube has some really great meditations. I actually like to listen to meditations sometimes before I actually sit through them, just because I like to kind of be aware of what's going on. You can start with some really short ones. Um, some are just sounds, some are actually someone guiding you through meditation. Uh, and so it's, that's a really kind of cool way to explore meditation a little bit. And my recommendation would be to start with something short and maybe build, you know, they call it a practice for a reason. It's because you actually have to keep doing it and you get better at it. And it ends up making you like changing you as a human. It, you know, it makes you more patient and, um, more thoughtful and just more present. And so I think that's a really cool thing if you feel up to it. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there, see if that would help anybody. And I suppose I should go to bed. Ah, I don't like bedtime. I want to stay awake all the time, but not be tired. Anyway, that is it. Have a wonderful everything. And I'll talk to you all next time.